I just think that as Latinas in sport, it's it's always going to be harder for us than it is going to be for anybody else because number one, we're female, and number two, we're we're Latinas. Um, but that doesn't that shouldn't be a a deterrent from pursuing your true passion because people will see that if you're passionate about it, if you work hard, if every day you try your best, you go to work with a positive attitude. You have to just try your best, not anybody else's best, but your best and focus on that. And I think um, that'll get you a long way. Uh, also, like having mentors is, is a good one. Like also being able to, to make those relationships that will eventually be like your reference or your your stepping stone to a, to a great opportunity. So I feel like always maintaining relationships with people that you admire and that are are doing work that you want to work toward. And so uh, it's always good to have people like that on your side in a sense. And then from there, you just it, it just kind of happens. Always be the best version of yourself and, and people will see that passion no matter what. Live from Gil Silva Family Studio in Salinas, California, the salad bowl of the world. Welcome to the podcast designed to inspire the only one built with ganas. You're gonna work harder than you ever worked before. And the only thing I ask from you is ganas, desire, haircut. If you don't have the ganas, I will give it to you because I'm an expert. From the founders of Gill Basketball Academy that empowers youth to play hard, work hard, study hard, and overcome obstacles. People can't do something themselves. They want to tell you you can't do it. You want something, go get it. Period. Real interviews with real people about real life. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. And now it's time for Ganas, leading from the heart. This episode was sponsored by Plaza Properties. Plaza Properties and Dan O'Brien have managed departments in Salinas since the 1980s. Plaza Properties believes in the mission of the Gill Basketball Academy and is proud to contribute to our podcast. Hello, Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Ganas, Leading from the Heart. I am Jose Gill, coach, teacher, father, husband, and a lifelong believer in Ganas, which translates to desire. I would like to introduce my co-host, Janelle Medina, eighth grader, soon to be eighth grader, and a four-year academy member, one of our um, amazing scholar athletes and to my left i have nayeli my daughter who will also be an eighth grader and they are my co-hosts for today so thank you ladies for being on the show today on the show we have griselda ramirez who uh is a local hero icon who is from the salinas area um to east salinas to be specific and uh we share a lot in common we both went to the same high school elisal high school we're trojans we bleed green um, but, but Griselda is doing amazing things and we can't wait for you as our podcast listeners to hear her story. So Griselda, thank you for, for, for accepting our invitation to be on the show. Of course. I'm honored to be on the show, especially speaking to people from my hometown. I love Salinas. Salinas is where I was born and raised. And so it's always a pleasure and an honor to speak to my fellow, um, Salina, Salinians, or how do we call each other? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's good. Salini is, you know, the lettuce, <laughs> the, the vegetable capital of the world. So how, how's the family? How often do you come down? I know you are always traveling the world, and we're going to get into that in a little bit. But, um, 
you know, and your roots are still here, right? Your familia. Um, yeah, my mom, my dad, my sister, they're all in Salina. So it's always nice to go back home. And I do go back home when I get a chance to. These couple of months, I was really busy working on a project. And so I told my mom and my sister and, and dad that I couldn't make it because I had, I was working six days a week. So my only day off was Monday. And I was like, oh, it's going to be really hard for me to just do a one day trip to Selena. So once, now that the project is over, I'll get to go back home. Yeah. And we're definitely going to talk about that project and many, many more, but, uh, um, we, we're excited to have you. Um, and once again, I mean, you, you're an inspiration to, to, to us all. And so gracias Grisela for being on the show. Grisela, could you please tell us a little bit about yourself where you were born, raised family and love for sports? Of course. So I was born and raised in Salinas. And uh, my parents are both Mexican from Guanajuato. I have a younger sister, Debbie, and I grew up in the east side of uh, Salinas. And so I went to Los Padres Elementary. I went to El Salsal Middle School, and then I graduated uh, from Alisal High. So growing up, I, I grew up with my sister. We're only two years apart. So we did everything together. We played every single sport. But the sport that stuck the most was soccer. So we were playing soccer since we were kids. I was eight. My sister was six. And we were always playing on like co-ed soccer teams or like, you know, all girls soccer teams, travel teams. And then once we got to Alice High and she was a freshman and I was a senior, um, it was really cool because we got to play as sisters in, on the high school team. And so there was a, like a good memory of, of playing together is that I would center the ball because I would play midfield and my sister was really good at scoring goals. And so she would score them. Or sometimes I was I was good at heading the ball. So my sister would center, do a corner kick, and I would head the ball in. And so we always had some really cool, like, sister-sister moments when we were at Alicel. And that was really fun to play with my sister, Debbie. That's awesome. Like, you know, kind of like uh, Venus and Serena kind of thing, right? That connection. <laughs> but the, the Latina like the version. Soccer, yeah. No, we loved it. We, we got... Um, we got to play for one year. I wish we would have been able to play for longer, but we also ran cross country together. So we were on that same team and we just built an even stronger bond as sisters because we were teammates. And so we made really, really close knit friends through sports that we still, you know, keep in touch with. And so it's really nice to build that, that community through sports. And, and that's what really, like, I think kept our, us focused in like every aspect of our lives with whether it was like school or it was like, you know, pursuing our, our, our college degree and, and stuff like that. And just family. So sports really has a, it, it's powerful sports. Sports is a powerful uh, way to just stay focused. Yeah. I'm, I'm a true believer Griselda, in, in people that played a sport, let's say, right. Just in general, we're part of a team, right. We're part of a club. We're part of a drama, you know, theater act or something that they are the ones that I believe when, when the hiring process happens for a job, right, or, or for a business or something, those that have some kind of history, right, or some kind of participation, understand that it's not about you. It's about we, right? It's about us, right? Not about yeah. I. And uh, and I'm sure that's you, you've... Uh, use that to your advantage right to 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 do what you do what you do now right yeah so every everything is about teamwork even when you're in 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 the workforce i mean even let me back up even in college like it's all about teams you you do like team projects and you're interacting with people that are different than you and and it's really cool to be able to 
uh, just know where you come from, stay true to your roots because anywhere you go, that's what's going to make you stand out. It's we're unique. We think we're not until we leave uh, Salinas and where we find ourselves elsewhere, where there aren't many people like that look like us. And so, or that come from the background that we come from. And so it's, it's really important to, to know who you are, be proud of where you come from. And then that's really what's going to make you stand out and, and, you know, meet these people that will eventually give you a chance and, and get you to that opportunity that, that, that will get you into, into like the path to your dreams, whatever it may be. And you just went in a direction where I want to dive more into, um, you know, let's be proud of where you came from, right? Where you, where you, our journeys are going to take us in different directions, right? I went right. off to college, first one in my family to go to college. Uh, I'm talking both sides of the, of the family, mom and dads. And, uh, and so, you know, paved the road for my younger siblings and cousins, et cetera. But, you know, my calling was to come back to Alisal High School and teach and coach. That was my dream, you know, and uh, I'm living it. I'm living it now and through my academy, able to, you know, impact kids in a positive way. But others that that do not, right, and their path takes them in a different direction like you, right? You, you Your path is taking you to who knows where, right? It's taking you right. to different parts of the world and and. and, and leading different projects and we'll get into that once again but the fact that you don't forget where you came from and that you are proud to to know that your upbringing is part of who you are right speaks highly of the person that you are yeah i mean i come from a humble background my parents um you know come from a humble beginning my my grandfather came from mexico and worked in the fields and through the bracero program and so and so i i'm very proud of of that because that's where I got my hard work ethic from and in it and and because of that I feel like I I have las ganas to like continue pursuing my dreams and and it's because we we grew we we grew up with that we grew up watching our parents wake up so early in the morning to go to go to work to provide for us and there was never anything missing in the household because our parents worked so hard and so I think that coming from that humble background has instilled even more of a hard work ethic. Um, and so nothing is nothing seems impossible because we saw our parents, they were our heroes growing up. And so um, and so that's really what always instills that sense of uh, humility. And so um, and I think that it, that's important to maintain and to never forget. You were a very accomplished scholar athlete soccer player when you played at Alisal High School. What were some of the most gratifying moments? Uh, you know what? It was so cool to, to, it was my senior year and we won the um, MBL championship for the women's soccer or yeah. girls soccer. So that was really cool. We got to be, I think maybe we were the first champions um, to, to begin that streak. And then I think the next year the girls won and then years following uh, we had other girls win the MBL or MLB. Oh, sorry, MBL champion. I'm thinking yes. about baseball well, and everything. It, it changes yeah. so much yeah, now. Now yeah. we're the PCAL, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, MBL. So, so we did. I, that was really cool to to win that. Um, and so we have that banner up there that Mr. Hume knows about. So that's really cool to see whenever I get get a chance to see it again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's one of my best memories. And like I said, playing with my sister was always, we always had fun and uh, we built lifelong relationships through sports. So, And as the athletic yeah. director of Alisal High School right now, I can wow. concur that as the athletic director of the high school right now, I can concur that you were the champs in the first one. So you guys paved yeah. the road. Great job. 
That was fun. I loved it. I loved going um, just like that was our week. We, we had two games a week or, and practiced every day. That was really fun. So, yeah, all of that, um, those are good memories. And it's all through sports, really. Like my best memories were really that being with my teammates and, and having fun. After high school, you went on to study broadcast journalism at Columbia University. How was the experience traveling across the nation to study? It was really cool. So first I got a chance to go to um, Santa Clara University. Uh, Melissa was went there and we have a few other people from Salinas that went to, to Santa Clara. My sister went there too. And so I, I did that. But then I, I worked at the Salinas, California in our local newspaper for about two and a half years. I was a local reporter. And I realized that I really liked journalism. And I said, why not get a degree in journalism? My degree at Santa Clara University was business marketing and Spanish studies. And so I was like, I really actually want to have like some sort of degree that has to do with journalism. So then I applied to grad school and it was either USC or Columbia. And I said, when am I going to ever live in New York City if I don't have a reason to? So um, grad school was my reason. I moved across the country and. I loved it. It was a, a whole year of like experiencing uh, New York City, taking trains everywhere, getting lost in the trains and just discovering new places in, in New York City. But studying at Columbia was eye-opening because there's people from all over the world that go to that school. And again, you know, coming from Salinas, it's like, I, I am grateful to be um, from Salinas and, and, and be, um, have the upbringing that I did. But going there, it just kind of opens up your world and you see people coming from like, like all, all over the world, England, you have people coming from Colombia, you got people coming from all over Africa. Like it was just really cool to be able to interact with people that have different experiences than me. And so that was really cool. It was a very challenging program. And um, I actually had to, that I was able to like do some reporting on the Mexican community in New York City. So again, being from Salinas, I felt so comfortable uh, reporting on that. And I think that people trusted me because I spoke Spanish. And so it was it was just really neat to do that. Um, and then I also did some sports journalism there. So I got a chance to like, uh, I, for one assignment, I think we we went to cover a Brooklyn Nets game. And so I, I interviewed Brooke Lopez and that was like my first like sports journalism experience out there. Wow, and you know, not to overlook, but your courage to go out there, right? Your courage to leave yeah. the comfort zone that, once again, our parents really didn't do, you know? And, and uh, for, for a kid to leave our area and go experience that, right? The, the different cultures, the different, you know, ways of living, the food, right? Everything was yeah. just, you know, so much different. And I so. see that a lot of our kids are, are doing that. They're going across the country and, and um, you know, leaving our comfort zone and our beautiful state of California to experience new york city and i love that i love that kids are, are doing that now and i think back when i was in school it was a little bit less common but i see i see that it's more common and yes. it makes me very happy to see that yeah and that that's that's one of our are going across the country mm -hmm. or even like just going to amazing schools and I, I just i'm very proud to see that yeah no and that's one of our one of our components of our academy in which we we travel the world, right? We want to expose them to things beyond what they're used to. And uh, when we started the world tours, um, it was to compete and to play basketball, but also as an educational component, right? To to learn the culture, to learn uh, traditions that are that are different than what they're used to, and expose these kids to to seeing life beyond you know 
what they're used to. And, and, and not only that, but it just gives them, uh, it plants a seed in them to say, well, you know, I want to keep on traveling when I get older, when I graduate or when I have my own family, right? Because someone did it for me. So we're proud that we've been to New Zealand. To say wow. that we've been to New Zealand. Uh, where else have we been? Costa Rica. Uh, help me out. Costa Rica. Oh, snap. <laughs> um, Italy. Italy. Yeah. Okay. You know, Dominican Republic. So it, it's, it's uh, it. yeah, we travel big. You know us, man. Mexicanos, we go 100 deep. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're and not... I love it. I love that. That I think that that the best experience is sometimes I tell my sister, I wish I was more like you. Like you, you know, she, she's an accountant and she's very good at, at um, you know, managing her money and investments. And, and so, and for me, it's like where some of my savings goes to traveling because I think that, that, uh, traveling is the way, like, it's the best education because yeah. you get to learn about people's cultures, like what makes them happy, like their food. And like, there's that connection through food that you can, you can, uh, make because we all love food. Right. And yes. so it's just like, I feel like that's the best education as just I love I love that you guys are doing that because I think that that's how we grow as as people and as communities is by learning about other cultures and other people. Yeah, most definitely. So now freelance producing is what your current status is, right? Your job status, what you do now. Let's dive into the yeah. documentary on Las Chivas de Guadalajara. You know, oh, you uh, like you're a Chivas fan, right? Y'all big time. I even bleed red. You know, cut me up, and I'm <laughs> I'm bleeding red. That's how big of a Chivas fan I am, but you were part of that. Can you talk about what your role was and how it was? Um, just yeah. just being part of that amazing four-part series on, on uh, I think on Netflix, right? Correct? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Oh, sorry. I, I apologize. It's on Amazon. Amazon. The competitor is probably going to be... <laughs> Amazon. My it's fault. It wasn't Amazon. her fault. It was me. <laughs> I, I made the mistake, Amazon. Sorry. I didn't know it's on Amazon, but... Um, but yes, it was it was such a great experience, um, Hill, because I left ESPN, and to be honest with you, I was pretty nervous about it because uh, I was with ESPN for over six years, and so leaving that company that you know it, it was just it, it was great to work at. Uh, I knew that I was on my own, um, so I took on this gig as a freelance producer, and I I took it as a field producer in Guadalajara. So I traveled to Guadalajara. I was living in Guadalajara had up for nearly for about three weeks and um i was so uh, lucky to to be able to work with the team in mexico um and basically we we pre-produced um and then like we planned our shoots and so with players we had interviews and with fans um we had shoots at like different like restaurants and at the game and so it was just a really cool experience to see um how just how everything comes together and all the moving parts because it's such a team effort again to like work on a docuseries it takes so much work and so many people to do it that um it, and it's another reason why i think sports is great because it, it teaches you how to how to work with people um and so that was cool i got to speak speak spanish eat tacos um interact with with just people from guadalajara it, it was a really cool experience and um, and so now that, that it's on Amazon, it's just really neat to see it all come together. Like the hard work that was put into making this, it was months and months of, of hard work. And even through the pandemic, we were, we were, ha we had to switch our game plan for it too. Um, we didn't have any more days to shoot. So we had to do with what, what we had already shot. And, and, um, and so, yeah, it was challenging to be honest, because 
the pandemic hit. And so it kind of moved things around, but it was a great, a great experience. It was oh, a very okay. cool experience. Yeah. And I can't wait to watch it. And, uh, once again, apologies. I'm sorry, Amazon, you know, for mentioning the N word, the other one, the Netflix. But, uh, you know, you you uh, for those for those that do not know, 80 um, percent or let's say 75 percent of Mexicanos love Las Chivas. Right. And then right. let's, let's say 20 percent America and then the other whatever is left. Maybe the rest, <laughs> Maybe a little more. But see, that's a that's a Chivas speaking, right? That's me speaking as a Chivas fan. So. Yeah, no, there's a lot of Americanistas, including me, which which was really interesting because it was ironic that I worked on a Chivas project. Yeah. Um, but your, no, true definitely. Color, your true colors he, came he out. Us. Your, huh? true, your true colors came out. Gisella. It's OK. <laughs> we know. I know, Aguila. Um, no, but it was, it's just really cool coming again from playing soccer. It was yeah. a, it, to me, it was a dream come true working on a on a soccer docu series about a very well known soccer team. And so, um, just seeing you know watching soccer as a, as a girl, following these teams, knowing who they were, it was just even more meaningful and significant to work on a project like this. Yes, um, and I just know that um, it's just like, I'm passionate about sports. And so to me, that was just like, whoa, like I'm in Mexico. This is like where my parents come from. Um, this is my culture. And then I'm I'm covering uh, one of my favorite sports that I grew up playing. So it was literally a dream come true to, to work on that series. And um, and so even though we had that challenging time with the pandemic, yes. it, it all came together and, and we were happy with the final product for sure. And so your, your most current project is Top Chef. Let's talk about that experience because I'm a foodie. It's so crazy. I went from sports to yeah. food, which, yes. I mean, us Mexicans, <laughs> I was like this, I fit right in. I love food. Um, so it was really cool to, to be able to work on a on a food competition show. That was my first time working on it. And, and honestly, I was just very observant watching how all the moving parts worked to create a show like this. And so... It, it was a long days of work, six days a week. It was a grind, but it was very fulfilling to see it all come together. And it's just kind of like TV happened. It was, it's like a reality show, right? So things are happening as they, as they're happening. Like we never know what's going to happen tomorrow. Like it's, but it, it's just, it was neat to see that happen. And, and a lot of, I mean, so many different cultures are represented on this show, like the cont contestants are from different cultures. And that made it even more special because I got to learn about different, like the Indian culture. I got to learn about people like uh, Hawaiian, you know, the Hawaiian culture, like just there, there were Mexicans represented on the show. So it was just really cool to see uh, people from the South, like New Orleans. And so you have different types of cuisines that really tell the, a story about where people come from. And so, and so to me, that was really cool. And, and it was it was fun to see. Yeah, you hinted at, at the fact that you started with ESPN, right, for about six plus years. And uh, let's talk more about that, um, because the Jalen and Jacoby show, you were really uh, involved with that show and uh, working on it. And I remember, I mean, I watch it almost daily just because I'm a, I'm a sports junkie, I'm a basketball junkie and listen to them. I mean, it was just kind of good conversation. Right. And so um, yeah. how was that? How was that experience working on, on the Jalen Jacoby show for ESPN? It was cool. I woke up so early, though, that I was like, oh, my goodness. It was so because <laughs> Jalen and Jacoby are out on the East Coast. So 
they they are out there and they're three hours ahead of us. So we had to be in the office or in the studio super early to be able to to plan the show and to record the show, right? Um, but it was great. I love I, I love the fact that they're very conversational. Jalen and Jacoby, they're fun. Um, it, it's just like we are having a conversation. That's how they they're having they banter, they have fun, and I think that's what makes it cool. And they speak about basketball, which you like, and and like hip hop and mm-hmm. hip hop culture. They're both into, and so the guests many times were either you know guests from like the power the the show the power because uh, Jalen loves that show. And so, or like, you know, other former athletes or current athletes and some hip hop artists. So it was really neat because it, it was a, a mixture of, of hip hop culture, basketball, and a little bit of everything. You also had like, obviously during the football season, football news and, but they make it fun and interactive. So that was, that was neat. Um, my role on that show was more, it was different. Actually, I did a lot of graphics for them. I also worked on the podcast. So I put the podcast together. And so that, that, those were mainly my tasks and helped with some video, but mainly worked on the podcast and, and um, a little bit of the graphics on the show. So what is cool. What has been your proudest moment as a journalist? You know what? It was actually working at ESPN, pitching a story about my hometown. So about Salinas, about a, an athlete, a golf, uh, a golfer who, who plays for, who used to play for Palma. And he came from the east side. So I wanted to, I wanted to um, highlight this kid because he worked so hard at school, woke up so early. His, his mom worked in the strawberry field, so she had to get up really early to take her son to, to school. He was there earlier than everyone. He was probably the first one at Palma to arrive. His name is Jose Calderon. And, and he just wanted to pursue his dream of, of, of becoming a golf, like a pro golfer. And so I wanted, I pitched that story uh, just because I'm still connected to my community. I hear of these kids. And so <clears throat> I pitched the story and um, they were, they, they said, Hey, you know what, let's do it. If you, if you, if you, you know, if you believe in the story, if you're passionate about it, let's go with it. So I was very proud of that because I, I was able to bring in, part of where I'm from, uh, you know, due to sports and then, and, and it ran and aired on ESPN on like, on like the, the ESPN, um, like, um, this, this is considered where like the, the short stories are air air on. So, um, it was part of, of that section of ESPN and it was just neat to be able to see it, uh, come to life in both English and Spanish. So they aired it on ESPN and ESPN Deportes. And so that was really cool. What advice... Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. What was that? <laughs> what advice do you have for the young Latina female podcast listeners aspiring to be future journalists in the sports world? Um, for You said for females? Yeah, Latina female. Um, I just think that as as latinas in sports it's always it's it's always going to be harder for us than it is going to be for anybody else because number one we're female and number two we're we're latinas um but that doesn't that shouldn't be a a deterrent from pursuing your true passion because people will see that if you're passionate about it if you work hard if every day you try your best you go to work with a positive attitude you know, a lot of us have good and bad days, but when you go into work, like, you know, you know that everyone is the same. Like 
everyone may have a good or bad day, but you have to go in there with the best attitude. You have to just try your best, not anybody else's best, but your best and focus on that. And I think um, that'll get you a long way. Uh, also, like like having mentors is a, is a good one. Like also being able to, to make those relationships that will eventually be like your reference or your um, your stepping stone to a to a great opportunity. So I feel like always maintaining relationships with people that you admire and that are are doing work that you want to work toward. And so uh, it's always good to have people like that um, on your side in a sense. And then and then from there you just it, it just kind of happens. Um, but that's important. Always, always be, always be the best version of yourself and, and people will see that passion no matter what. Some great advice. Thank you, Griselda. So Ganas is the name of our show and you exemplify that perfectly as an inspirational, local, homegrown, professional journalist, making it big. What advice do you have for our podcast listeners when it comes to the topic of Ganas and especially to follow your dreams? Yes, never. So like I said, like Ganas has to be has to come from something you're passionate about. And if you always have that in mind, that you are work, working towards something and you, are, you have this, you know, this goal of yours in mind, it's, it's always like take it day, day by day and try your best, be the best, be, be the best you in everything that you do. And I, I promise you that people will notice that. They're, they're gonna want you on their team. They're gonna say, hey, you know what? Um, so-and-so works very hard. I would love to have her on my team. And so, and I think that once you, you start, they, people start noticing that about you and it's just because you have the ganas to, to, to work and, and to continue following your dreams, like that's going to open doors for you. So it, it is a lot of the times it's our, our mindset is so, and our mental, our mindset is so powerful that it, that, that can get you a long ways. It can, it could take you far. Um, and, and having the, the best attitude, sometimes that goes a long ways too. So those two, um, but definitely if you, if you wanna go into journalism, experience is very important. So taking those internships, um, taking those internships and just kind of building on your relationships with people, maintaining good relationships with people uh, will definitely help you out. Some great advice. Wow, Grisella, we gotta get you on for part two. We got to have you come back and, and drop some more knowledge and and nuggets. But um, it, it's been a great conversation. Now we're gonna we're gonna head into our final segment of of the podcast. We call this the carne asada portion. Oh yeah, what is this carne asada? Yeah, yeah we're gonna we're gonna grill you with some rapid fire questions, right? <laughs> we're gonna we're great. gonna have a nice little backyard. <laughs> Backyard barbecue, carne asada style. We're gonna we're gonna throw some questions at you and see what see what comes to mind. Okay, so okay. Um, are you ready for this? Sure. Let's go. Okay. Netflix or Prime Video? Prime Video. Favorite Mexican soccer team? America. Chivas. Oh, oh what did she say? America. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> Chicharito or Hugo Hugo Sanchez? Hugo Sanchez. Favorite Mexican food? Enchiladas. Favorite book you recommend? The Power of Now. Oh. Vacation getaway to Cancun or Hawaii? Cancun. Enchiladas verdes or rojas? Verde. Favorite taco truck in Salinas? <laughs> Pacheco's taco truck. Oh. Favorite movie? 
Man on Fire. Now make sure you answer this one correctly. What's your favorite podcast you've been on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Woo, we were trying to, we were sweating that one. <laughs> you passed the test. I actually have to say, I have to say enchilada rojas because my mom makes better enchilada enchilada rojas. Oh, okay. <laughs> go back. I messed up on that one. You can go back. You can also <laughs> go back. If they're not my mom's verdes, if they're my mom's Yeah, there we go. But now since you're correcting some of your rapid fire Carlos questions, can you go back and fix the soccer one, please? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that one stays. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Griselda, it's been a great conversation getting to know you more. And, and now, now more people, you know, beyond our community are going to get to know you more. You know, like, like, not like they don't already, but... Um, you know, you shared your story with us, and for that, we are very thankful. Um, once again, we're, we're big fans, and uh, I know, you know, my niece, Melissa, is one of your good friends. That's actually Nayeli's Nina, right? I know, yeah. I mean, I remember seeing pictures of, of her when she was way shorter and little, and yeah. <laughs> she was a baby. Now she's, she's five foot grown. eight. Now she's five foot eight and growing <laughs> like a... you in prison, too. You were much smaller. Yeah. She's growing like the nopales out there, just nomas. Yeah. They don't need no water, they're just going, so. Um, yeah, and the girls, the girls, what what school do you guys go to, I'm sorry? I go to El Sosal. I go to Washington Middle School. Oh, very cool. So, and you, what's your guys' sport? Which one, basketball? basketball. Is what you like? Or? Yeah, I play yeah. basketball. Yeah, both of you, that's really fun. Yeah, so. So much fun. Yeah, but they're they're um, they're doing a great job, you know, co-hosting with me, and and that was part of the whole mission behind this to get our kids uh, exposed to new things, right? And and Hector, our master producer back here, Hector Reyes, uh, big shout out to him. He's he does an amazing job uh, putting our podcast together and uh, training kids. You know, that, that's the ultimate goal is to get kids to run this and you know take over and just empower them right beyond their capabilities or whatever they thought they could do so exposing yeah. them to new things that's that's what we want to do that's what we try to do we get brave and we just do it we go for it i love it that's the way that's the way to be so and that's our show today we'd like to thank griselda ramirez for being a p special guest on our podcast from our gba family to yours continue to lead with ganas thank you for listening to ganas leading from the heart if you found this podcast episode interesting, please make sure to share with your family and friends. We have a valuable collection of episodes with inspiring guests. We'd appreciate if you subscribe to our show, Ganas, Leading from the Heart.